described is not spread through domination of political leaders, but through the slow transformation of the world from the ground up, through acts of love and healing spread across space and time. And when we begin to lose our faith in this subtle transformation, we need to be reminded of all the good things that have happened so far. Because the blind do see, the deaf do hear, the lame walk, and the dead are raised. And in this is joy. We need to remember to tell our stories of triumph in the middle of fear and desperation. For the kingdom of God has come near. And nothing, nothing can stop it now. And then we remember that we indeed want for that which we cannot see. We want for that which is difficult to even imagine. We have no idea what the future holds for us or for the church. And we tend to forget that neither Mary nor Joseph could have anticipated what was to come with Jesus, much less the impact their story would have on us 2,000 years later. Anyone who would try to make you believe otherwise is simply reading backwards into the story, many years after all of those involved lived and died. None of the disciples could ever have imagined the church as we now experience it. None of them lived to see anything at all like this. The hopes and dreams of all the years met in that Bethlehem stable were overlooked by many of the people that were present and many who followed for years afterwards, where you see their ideas of Messiah and kingship were overblown, and Jesus refused them. No one could have imagined how God was working, what God was accomplishing, both then and all the way up until now. And this isn't to say that we should worry about what God is up to this time. We simply, like Mary and Joseph, need to clear aside some space and make ready to receive the life that is promised to each and every one of us. We have no idea what to expect, but into that darkness, into that scary not-knowingness, light shines. So, this night, once again, new life is being born. And though we will not live to see it fully grown, we hold on to the promise of God whose power working in us and through us can do more than we could ever possibly imagine, more than we will ever, ever know. And we're privileged to be a part of it, for this is the stuff of unconditional love. And so we arrive at the end of our search, and X marks the spot. For our search through our pursuit of hope, peace, joy, and love, is summed up in this gift of new life. A babe lying in a manger, pure potential, fully vulnerable, the hopes and dreams of all the years. In this is salvation. In this is peace and hope and joy and love. And I can just imagine all the hopes and fears of present day parents as they hold their newborns tonight. And so I close with the words of a lullaby penned by Sting. It's entitled, Lullaby for an Anxious Child. It goes like this. Hush, child. Let your mommy sleep.
soothe the shining tears that gather in your eyes. Hush, child. I won't leave. I'll stay with you to cross this bridge of silence. Hush, child. I can't help the look of accusation in your eyes. The world is broken now, all in sorrow. Wise men, hang their heads. Hush, child. Let your mommy sleep into the night until we rise. Hush, child. All the strength I need to fight, I'll find inside your eyes. In your eyes. Now tonight you've been given a white ribbon in your bulletins. And together throughout our Advent journey, we have tied our ribbons to this frame. And they represent the hopes, the dreams for peace, the joys and the loves of our entire community of faith. It is a moving creation. Tonight we simply ask that you take the ribbon home. Put it somewhere that it will occasionally catch your eye. And allow it to remind you of the constant presence of God in your life. Allow it to remind you of your participation in an open and affirming community of faith. Allow it to remind you that there is not one place on God's green or white earth that you can go where you are ever, ever truly alone. For Jesus has made the long walk. 